Pull up a chair, make yourselves comfy, and let's talk guitars. Hi, this is Cams, and welcome to another episode of Acoustic Guitar I.O. In September 2018, I headed down to Halifax to attend the annual gathering of the AcousticSoundboard.co.uk Guitar Forum. This was the ninth annual gathering, and it was the first one I had ever attended. I had an absolutely wonderful time, and while I was there, I had the chance to sit down with the founder of the gathering, Martin Robertson. So without any further ado, let's talk to Martin. Comfy? Yeah. No, oh, I'm supposed again. to say Hamilton, aren't I? When you say that's that question. Are you? Comfy. I say Hamilton. I've never heard that before. <laughs> so we're sitting here today in our wonderful hotel room in Halifax. Yeah. Sitting here with Martin, one of the founders of the Acoustic Soundboard Forum and of this particular gathering. Welcome to the show, yeah. Martin. Thank you. So, where would you come from? <laughs> <laughs> Living Hamilton, just outside Glasgow. Right. And this is the ninth gathering, I believe. Yes. The ninth. Yeah, yeah it's the ninth time we've had this. Has, so it's been running for nine consecutive years. Yes. That's, that's excellent. Fantastic. Yeah, that's been good. And it's... How did it begin? Um, well, the whole thing started because we had a, a forum where we... Uh, all kind of met virtually and started talking about guitars and this must have happened about 10-11 years ago and someone had the bright idea of uh, all meeting up a few of them had met locally and played some guitars and played some songs and they thought why not have this thing on a national level and get everyone in the forum together mm-hmm. and it just developed from there um, one of the guys who was supposed to be organising it um, kind of gave up I thought it was beyond them, there's too much to do. So stupidly I volunteered to take up the reins. Um, and it just that's that's how it happened. I contacted the hotel we'd identified in Hebden Bridge. We, we looked at the sort of most central location for all the members. And uh, yeah, that was it. I think the first gathering we had about a dozen people. Right. Uh, in a hotel called the White Lion in Hebden Bridge. And it was so good that as soon as we got back we immediately organised next year's. Excellent. And it's grown and grown from there. Now we've moved to Halifax into a bigger hotel. And we've got about 40 people attending there. Well, and so it's been in Halifax now for three years, is that right? No, it's actually been in Halifax for the last seven meetings. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. we, we grew outgrew Hebden Bridge um, after the second one. And uh, there were no bigger hotels with function rooms that we thought were suitable. Aye. So we just looked for somewhere nearby that had facilities. And we found a place called the Will Merchant in Halifax. And it was a great hotel for a few years. And then they did away with their function area. Alright. So okay. we ended up looking for somewhere else. Unfortunately, this place had a fantastic function suite. Well, it's a great location, and uh, for me, it's not too hard to get to compared mm-hmm. to some of the other. The other gathering, I, other gathering I go to is the RMMGA gathering. That's mm-hmm. now in its twenty-first year, oh. and they now meet. They we I'm not sure. Down in the Cotswolds, Morton mm-hmm. and Marsh. So it's for we Scots. Yeah, it's a bit of a longer journey. Yeah. But Halifax, I love Yorkshire. Absolutely mm-hmm. love Yorkshire. But uh, it's a spin-off of the AcousticSoundboard.co.uk Guitar Forum. Yes. That's where 
most of the participants meet for the mm. first time. How did that come about? Well, that came about through a magazine called Acoustic, which I think has now stopped public, uh, publishing, I should say. And uh, the first I came to know of it was in 2007, I think. And I went to see a, a songwriter called Julie Ellison. And she happened to mention during the chat at the end that she wrote for a magazine called Acoustic. Uh-huh. So I picked it up and realised they had a forum. So I quickly joined to see what was happening and asked people questions about guitars. And uh, it grew from there. More and more people started joining. And I think with the activity that myself and others put into it, I started seeing it being a lively place to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it grew from there. Um, it was called Acoustic Life because it was attached to the magazine. Yeah. But a few years ago, they decided to move their online presence to Facebook. Uh, and they closed the forum down. Right. Uh, we knew that was, something was happening um, because it was getting unreliable. We couldn't access it. It was slow. So I'd set up a, a back a backup forum where we could go if it was unable to access it or it was closed or anything right. like that. And uh, yeah, once the Acoustic Life Forum actually closed, and it closed without any notice at all, right. um, myself and a few others had to sort of send out the alarm bells and make sure that everyone who we had on the forum previously knew where to go. And we all went to the new place. Okay. And uh, yeah, it grew from there. And when we realised that the magazine was going to be not involved at all, we decided to have it independent and renamed it. Right. And it's just grown and grown since. It's been really successful. So when would that have been about 2006? Well, no, I think the first one was 2007. That's when we started Acoustic Life. So probably in about 2013, 2014, round about then, we moved. Ah, oh, so I think the forum's been going about five, okay. five years. I thought it was a bit old. Wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, in total, I think we've been together as a community for about eleven years. Right. I remember acoustic life vaguely. I would have been still in Luxembourg then. Mm-hmm. I ran my own forum back then, Celtic Guitar Talk. Right. And I was a member of the acoustic forum, the UK, the US based one. Mm-hmm. And then the AGF, which you probably know, yes, the guitar right. forum. I can't remember how I stumbled on the soundboard. I wish I could remember, but it's it's gone from my head. A lot of people find it in searches. We keep a lot of the forum was. public. Aye. Some of it private. Um, and we've got a lot of really interesting things, like Luthier interviews and things. So a lot of people have found it through researching and Googling guitars or Aye. things like that. Well, one of the things I love about it is that it's UK-based, which... Mm-hmm. Any other forum I've been on is tends to be US based yeah. or US centric anyway, because that's where a lot of the acoustic guitar aficionados are. You know, well, they're far more certainly um, proportionally and numerically over there. Yeah. Um, that play acoustic guitar and enthusiastic about it, but I like our forum because it tends to be a friendlier, less serious place. I mean, there's a lot of interesting um, opinions placed on there, and a lot of very very intelligent people who know a lot about guitars. But there's a place for light-hearted fun as well and that's what we think mm-hmm. is the heart of it really we, we think at, at its core it's to it's to entertain and to meet and to socialize yeah with a common interest well that's certainly the vibe i've had from this gathering mm-hmm. this is my first one so i'm a yeah an hb virgin as it were, and i've had an absolutely wonderful time well that's great when i got in you know what it's like when you go to something you've never been to mm-hmm. you're not quite sure you don't know anybody but yeah i think when i met you briefly just before we came down when we did the handover of Anthea. Yes. So, I knew your face, but I've spoken on the forum to a lot of the mm-hmm. members. 
and uh, obviously there's a lot more video content around nowadays so you get a feel for how people are in real life and you mm. get to see videos of them playing and stuff but I've absolutely loved it it's been wonderful and I'm quite yeah, sure it won't be my last one I was really impressed with the amount of information there was how much work you had done behind the scenes to make it easy for first timers mm-hmm. and for regulars to find out where it was, what was happening, how to get here, all that kind of thing. Taking care of the bookings, the list of people. It was, it was just so well done. So mm-hmm. oh, that's off to you for that. Well yeah, that's something we thought. Um, we want to make it easy for people to actually come along. Um, we don't want there to be hurdles in the way because we want as many of our members to arrive as possible. Uh, now that we have the facility for a lot more people with a bigger function area, the more the merrier. I mean, it's great to have intimate groups, of course it is, mm. um, but it's not going to grow to the hundreds. Um, so the way it is just now, um, I think it's fantastic that new members can come along, feel welcome immediately. Uh, and the amount of returning new members we have is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, that They've been once or twice and they think, yeah, this is for me. Mm. Um, it's, it's a like-minded group of people and um, it's just had a great time. Yeah, That's what it's about. It is, it's a very similar vibe to the, the RMMGA gatherings. Mm-hmm. I've been to maybe six or seven of them, so now when I go along, it's very much a reunion, people yeah. you haven't seen since the last one, and I feel like this is going to be the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very confident that this will not be my last one. <laughs> That's good to um, hear. How do you manage to get the Luthers involved? Is um, that just through the forum as well? That's an interesting one. We don't actively seek out Luthiers to become involved. Um, the Luther Dave White was there pretty much at the start. He was one of the, the guys who was around when we first had the, the forum active. Um, possibly his presence and his posts have encouraged other Luthiers who are using the internet to find us. Um, but also people who are members are in contact with Luthiers because they're guitar enthusiasts so they're asking for guitars to be built or modified or repaired. And they mention it. They're enthusiastic. They, they enjoy the forum so they tell them. And some of these guys just come on. Um, one of the first ones that we had, apart from Dave, was Rory Dowling, Italian Guitars. And he came on and offered a road trip of one of his guitars. Didn't Aye. know anyone, right. but offered to send it around the country just to get it tested on our forum, um, which I thought was fantastic. So he had me, um, someone else who was a member, and then he passed it to Martin Simpson. Huh. And it's incredible. That, you know, He didn't really care who was involved. Okay, he liked the famous musicians, but... Yeah, he just wanted opinions from everyone. Aye. Um, so that's the kind of Luthers we get, and that's how we get them. Um, and I think they enjoy it because they get feedback and opinions, and they get some business as well. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. Rory made a customer out of you, didn't he? He did, yes. I've, I've been a customer of his twice now, and I know another four of members, um, I think, on his fourth Taran guitar. Wow. Um, and we've got other great Luthers on there, like uh, Rosie from Turnstone Guitars. Um, she's been here twice now and makes fantastic instruments and, and gave a, a talk last year. Right. Uh, as did a few other listeners like Adrian Lucas. Mm-hmm. So we've been very lucky. Yeah. Well, I'm a good friend of Adrian's. Same thing happened with me. And I, I met Adrian at a gathering and became a customer. Mm-hmm. So I brought back my, I bought it two years ago. Right. And I brought my pavilion back to this gathering. And Adrian was delighted to see it again, just to see how it had bedded in and, yeah. and have a go on it. And it's wonderful for us to have the chance to talk to the guys that build the instruments that we love to play. The connection is, 
You can't get anything like that really in any other industry, I don't mm-hmm. think. I mean, can you imagine going to a car manufacturing thing and meeting somebody that's building cars? Maybe you could, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you could, but... I mean, we are guitar fans. These guys yeah. are building them, so it's, it's a perfect match. Mm-hmm. You get to sit down and talk to them about, about their craft. And they get to share information with each other as well. It's one yes. of the things I love about the Luthery community is that there's no guarded secrets, at least. Not no, that there's I've not. Found. No, I was talking to one of the other Luthiers here this year, Colin Simons. And Colin makes a guitar um, and gives it away each year at our gathering. Um, this year for charity, most years for charity. And uh, I was asking the same question. And he freely admits that he collaborates with other luthiers and thinks that sharing information is the way to go. He doesn't want to keep any secrets because at the end of the day we're all looking to improve the craft and what we can get out of it. And that's the way he feels. Yeah. That's great. I had a chat with Colin and he was talking about the guitar that he built and I was asking him why he does it. Mm -hmm. And he said because it gives him an opportunity to build something that he wants to build. He's not looking to please any customer he can try new things and he's very happy to do it because it's a learning experience for him as well but that kind of generosity is, is quite overwhelming it really is it's we've been blown away he's done it a few years now and i know he gets a lot of it personally but we just feel so honored that he's he's chosen our group to to do this with yeah. um, and the members can't believe it either i mean the winner this year was just gobsmacked i think he was Lost for words. I think he was too. And the format of this event is very informal and loose, but it seems to... Last night we had the Circle of Death, which was... (laughs) Well, explain explain to the listeners for the Circle of Death. Yeah. um, Again, originated in the first meeting. There was nothing planned. Um, But the way the the room was set up, the, the, the seats were all around the edges of the room. And someone suggested we have a sing around. And it was unplanned, no one was prepared, and the fear was obvious going around the room. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the expression was coined the circle of death because failure was uh, not an option. <laughs> and uh, it was more than fun because obviously we don't place any emphasis on skill or ability. Uh, great, I mean, there's a lot of talented musicians, but anyone's invited to play, no matter how good, no matter the standard. Uh, so it's kind of a playful kind of hint at, yeah, this is really scary, mm. but it shouldn't be, and it isn't in our company. So that's what it came about. It's stuck because people find it amusing. Right. Um, but we've tried to soften it a little bit by saying, look, don't worry about it. Have a go, or don't. It's up to you. And mm. it's a sing around. That's all it is. Uh, it was impromptu. Now, um, yeah, people turn up prepared with a lot of songs, and they're very good. Mm-hmm. But we're still encouraging you guys to have a go that maybe haven't Aye. performed in public before. And it's a really good opportunity for them. So there are quite often a few performing cherries popped at the yes. of Yes. I mean, the new members that were here this year, certainly, including your good self, uh, weren't performing virgins, if you like. But there was one guy, Brian, who's been here quite a few times and has never performed. And I believe he did so last night right for the first ever time Excellent. and it took a lot of guts Aye. he always swore he wouldn't ever do anything public like that um, so <laughs> wonderful well one of the songs that I enjoyed the most before I crashed I didn't stay till the end either was uh, Keith Chesterton and he played a song about 
the spiritual gathering that, yeah. that we have here, distance is, makes no difference. That's right. Which I managed to record today, so I will I will Good. share it with the listeners. But as he was singing that, I could I could feel the hair standing up. There are very few places in this earth where you can sit down in a company of people and feel so welcome and so that that spirituality that that's the word I would use to describe mm-hmm. it. I can really feel that sense of just openness, you know, that's so rare in mm-hmm. this society where we live now. I loved that about it. I really that's enjoyed good. it. And some of the talent, some of the performances. I mean they were wide and varied. They were. We had some some serious songs, we had some funny songs, we had some tear jerking songs, we had you mentioned it, we had it. Mm-hmm. And it was it was really it was a great privilege to be a part of that. Great. Another feature of the gatherings is the, the plucky duck. Is it the plucky duck? Well, yeah, that, that's where the confusion comes about. We have a section on our forum called the Plucky Duck, right. which is our a virtual pub uh-huh. where people can post performances for critical acclaim or encouragement or whatever. Right. What we have here is called the Plucky Dip. It was things suggested by a, a member of ours, Mark Thompson, who used to come to these meetings. And it's a, a random selection of members thrown together to prepare a performance, right. which they then give on the night, which would be the Saturday night of the weekend. And it's been really successful. Some people don't enjoy it and they don't take part. And that's absolutely fine. Right. It's not mandatory. Um, but yeah, it's wonderful. Um, and we try and make sure, even though it's a random draw, we try and make sure that people are with different people each year as much as we can mm-hmm. to encourage that interaction and uh, meeting other people, talking to mm-hmm. members they maybe wouldn't normally talk to so much and rehearse with them and perform something. You know, Rehearse? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I the rehearsals are sometimes virtual. Ah, okay. Yeah, no, no, I mean, they're given notice. It's not just thrown at them on the night. Right. do something and um, there's due like a couple of months notice obviously these are going to be the groups there's going to be six groups of three or four people each Aye. Um, there might be a theme there might not be but you do something mm-hmm. choose something that you think you want to do or it might amuse the group um, and they do and they've yeah. caught with great stuff and it's often funny um, it's always a decent standard even though some te- some teams don't rehearse at all <laughs> Um, that was my team. But, yeah, <laughs> I didn't notice. Right, thanks. Um, but it's, it's great. It's a great feature that we've got. Aye. And you you came out with a kilt on, didn't you? Yes. Um, I joined the group at a late stage that I was playing with and they told me they were doing a, a song about a drunken Scotsman in his kilt. Uh-huh. I thought, well, they're doing a song about me, I might as well dress for the part. <laughs> it was good fun. It's great to see the bonding that takes place over these kind yeah. of events. The RMMGA gatherings do the plucky dip as well, ah. and this year uh, I had the, the fortune of being drawn to play with Gordon Giltrap, wow, that is which uh, did give me a wee bit of fear, I have to say. If you've heard Gordon play, you'll know he's he's one of the UK's finest guitar players, yes. and uh, he joined me on stage and accompanied me on one of my own compositions, which was That's fantastic. It was a real moment for me, it really was. But uh, yeah, this weekend has been fantastic. This is now the Sunday, so it's it's wound down. There's only a, a few like, a few left. Just sitting down in the big room, and in the big room, it's downstairs. It's a, a gathering hall with tables all around the sides, 
And when I came in on Friday night, in fact, I arrived Friday, parked the car, sent you a message, or sent you a wee wave, thinking you were here and you hadn't arrived. And I was just wandering around, saying, where did I go? And I, I met a guy out in the front steps having a fag. <laughs> so are you one of the guitar guys? I don't remember who it was, actually. Hi, I'm one of the guitar guys. I said, where is everybody? They're in the big room. I'm like, what big room? Come and I'll take you. And I walked through and I looked in and I was like, it's just wall to wall, guitars all around the walls. Yeah. Such a fantastic selection of instruments. And they were sitting out there for the whole weekend mm-hmm. for anyone to go up and pick up and try. And it's a, it was a real treat, I have to say. To be oh, that's good. That. Yeah, we do like that. That part of the weekend is that it's uh, it's the best guitar shop in the world just for a couple of days Aye. Um, okay not everything's for sale but <laughs> you can try and there's really no limitations or restrictions everyone's very open with uh, their generous use of the instruments yeah. and uh, yeah I mean if all the members bring two and three guitars each I mean some years we've had close to 100 instruments yeah it must um, have been close to that it, it couldn't anyway. have been far away no um, and Even a banjo or two? There was a banjo, but that was my fault. I take full responsibility. <laughs> I brought three with me this year as well since I had yeah. the car, so yeah. I thought I would bring three. And I uh, got to meet Bernd. He was probably one of our furthest travelled uh, members. Again, he's a long standing member, and uh, he's been coming since the second meeting. Right. So for eight years, he's been travelling from, I think, Bremen in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, just driving over via France, ferry or tunnel, and uh, up to Yorkshire. Aye. He loves it so much. And um, we've had a few. We had one a few years ago who came over from America. Right. She was a, a British woman, as a British woman, but she lives in America. But enjoyed the forum so much that, yeah, she wanted to make an effort when she was over here yeah. to come along, and she spent the weekend with us. Fantastic. So, Have you got any dates in mind for HB10? Well, we always like to hold it in the same sort of time. The dates aren't in stone, but it's generally the second last weekend of September, more or less. And any plans for the 10th anniversary? Not yet, but a few of us are going to meet at some point this year to to go over something different for the 10th. Um, Yeah, we have to do something a little bit special. But we've done lots of special things over the years. Indeed. And if anybody's wanting to find out where it's happening and when, where would they go? Just well, onto the soundboard the forum. The best place is onto the soundboard forum, yeah. Join as a member, it costs nothing. In fact, if you join, it takes the adverts away. It's completely free, there's no adverts. And get into the members section, and there will be an announcement about it. So that's acousticsoundboard.co.uk. Okay, excellent. Well, thanks very much, Martin, for sitting down and talking with me this afternoon. You're welcome. We're going to pack up now and go and enjoy a wee spot of dinner. Yes. And then maybe a wee tune or two <laughs> to, to finish the thing off. Yeah, round it off nicely. Thanks for your time, Martin. You're welcome. Thank you. Cheers. Many thanks to Martin for sitting down with me and having that conversation. It was lovely to get to know him a bit better, and I'm already looking forward to the next gathering, which will be the 10th, an auspicious occasion. You should come along. I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun and it's a very welcoming group. Also check out the Acoustic Soundboard Forum. It's at acousticsoundboard.co.uk Again, it's a very welcoming group and there's a ton of information on there from luthiers and from players. And there's also the Plucky Duck section where you can go along and share your own music 
and listen to music from the other participants. It's a great forum, highly recommended. You'll have heard us there referring to the handing over of Anthea, and that probably seemed a bit cryptic. We should have expanded on that during the interview, but I'll do that now. Anthea is a guitar that was built by the luthier Dave White. You'll hear him in a a future episode, so he will explain the road trip phenomenon. But basically, he built this guitar and sent it out to the forum members for evaluation. Each member had it for about a month, and during that time, many of them would record audio and video and post that up on the forum, just to give Dave some feedback and give him a chance to hear his guitar being played by many different people in many different styles. All of Dave's guitars have Gallic names, which of course none of us can pronounce. This one was called Anfaquil. I have been practising. None of us could pronounce that properly, so the guitar became known to us all as Anthea. Martin had that guitar prior to me, and we met at a coffee shop in Glasgow Central Station, where he handed it over to me for my custodianship. While I had it, I did record some videos, so you can look at my YouTube channel to check them out. It was a really sweet guitar. It's a fantastic project, I think, for luthiers, but also for us as players to get the chance to try something new. If you enjoyed the interview, please go into iTunes and give the show a rating. I'm trying to grow the channel. As you know, it's a fledgling channel, so I appreciate all the love that I can get. I'm also now posting on Instagram and on Facebook as Acoustic Guitar IO. So if you're on those platforms, come along and give me a like and a follow and share some of my content. That's really going to help me to get my stuff in front of other other guitar fans, which will help me to produce more content. I'm also posting on the Steam blockchain. You'll find me there at steamit.com at Acoustic Guitar. If you have any feedback for the show or any suggestions, You can find the website at acousticguitar.io. You can email me on cams at acousticguitar.io or hit me up on any of the social media platforms. Thanks for listening and I'll see you all on the next one. Bye for now.